This is the Sermon Podcast of Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Columbus, Ohio, where we proclaim God's extravagant grace, radical inclusion, and relentless compassion. Join us for worship Sundays at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., or 11.15 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at www.acceptingall.com. The next reading is from Philippians, chapter 4. So long. <laughs> Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. I urge Yodaya and I urge Synthich to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, my loyal companion, help these women. For they have struggled beside me in the work of the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. And the God of peace will be with you. Now I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned for me, but had no opportunity to show it. Not that I am referred to being in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know that it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, I, of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share my distress. You Philippians, indeed, Know that in the early days of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you alone. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs more than once. Not that I seek the gifts, but I seek the profit that accumulates to your account. I have been paid in full and have more than enough. I am fully satisfied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gift you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The friends who are with you greet you. 
All the saints greet you, especially those of the emperor's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Holy wisdom, holy word. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. As many of you know or figured out by now, I'm Pastor Jim Childs, your interim pastor, at least uh, for a time. While you remember fondly the great leadership of Pastor Wilson and uh, grieve somewhat his departure, but also uh, begin the venture of seeking the Spirit's guidance for new pastoral leadership. I am very happy to be with you. It's great. Now, when things go right, when your spouse loves you and your children do too, you rejoice. When you get to enjoy your grandchildren and then turn them over to their parents, you rejoice. If it's been a good day on the job, a deal made, promotion, or any other measures of success, you rejoice, maybe even hold a celebration. When an act of kindness lifts our spirit, we quietly rejoice as the warmth of that action suffuses our being. And at the end of the day, when we are fed and clothed and safe, we rejoice quietly. And there are special times for rejoicing. As a child, I remember vividly the threat of polio. Parents all over dreaded the possibility. Then one day, the gentle and unprepossessing Dr. Jonas Salk stood before the television cameras and announced the polio vaccine that he had discovered and developed. And we all wept tears of joy. When the Berlin Wall came down, something I thought I would never live to see, we rejoiced. And we rejoice in every breakthrough for justice that outlaws discrimination. And we rejoice in our freedoms and the chance to make change for the good and for all. But as we know, causes for rejoicing aren't always. The situations of life often make rejoicing hard to do and even, it seems, at times inappropriate. When we suffer the pains of family conflict or, or even estrangement, or the pain of a child who is disaffected or in very deep trouble, it is hard to rejoice. When illness invades and disrupts our plans and our hopes, it is hard to rejoice. And when one who is loved leaves us in death, rejoicing is hard because it, we are gripped by the sadness of loss that will not seem to let go. When we experience the betrayal of someone or some community that we have trusted, the pain of that rejection makes rejoicing difficult for it saps our spirit. When economic hardship threatens our livelihood and our family's well-being, rejoicing is not what we feel. Rather, fear and anxiety and maybe even anger. That's more like it. And when we must daily witness the bitter divisions in our society, it is hard 
to rejoice. And when we see a parade of senseless killings, it is enraging and frustrating. Devastating storms and fires take lives and shatter hope. So we mourn, our hearts ache for those victims. We do not rejoice. We see the lingering reality of racism threatening our peace and new waves of disdain for those who are different. And then there's the earth's most vulnerable, unwanted and turned away. It is sometimes hard to rejoice. But Paul tells us rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He said it twice. And the word always stands out. Apparently, there are no exceptions. Even at times when we are tempted to say, Lord, where are you? Where are you? Paul did not say or expect that things would always go well. The Philippians knew of the resurrection, the hope and the promise of Jesus' Easter victory. But they knew, as we know, that we still await the final consummation. We live in the in-between time. In the in-between time, the reality of evil continues to fester and terrorize. In the in-between time, rejoicing seems a sometime thing. And yet the word we get is always, and no matter what. And not only are Christ's disciples called upon to rejoice always, but we are also called upon to remain faithful in prayers of supplication and thanksgiving and to uphold the practice of values and ministry that Paul has taught them and us as Christ's way in the world, no matter what. The text says that they are to let their gentleness be known to everyone. But gentleness is not a strong enough translation. The Greek word is far better translated generosity. The followers of Christ are to be a caring people who generously give of themselves. And then the key phrase, to everyone. No exceptions noted. This is an exhortation to live out the love of neighbor that Jesus commanded. Recall from a previous Sunday morning reading this beautiful hymn to the Christ. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, although he was in the form of God, did not count, did not regard equality with God something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave and being found in human form, became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And therefore, therefore God has highly exalted him. So neighbor love, having the mind of Christ, is generous in self-giving as he was. Neighbor love is, as we have just been reminded, toward everyone, without exception. The love of God in Jesus the Christ has brought us back together with God. God has made peace with the world. 
and in like manner, love of neighbor seeks the peace and unity of reconciliation. This is the way of peace that is our calling. And peace in the Bible is captured well by the Hebrew term shalom. Shalom is rich in meaning. It includes spiritual and physical well-being. It is about wholeness. It indicates a situation where justice prevails, where there is shalom. We are at peace with God and with one another. This is the goal that love seeks for all our neighbors, shalom. And indeed, it is this shalom peace that we wish each other every time we gather here in worship. The world caught in the throes of terror and tragedy that quell rejoicing needs the ministry of those who walk the way of peace as a sign of peace in a world of discord. It is a ministry born of God's blessings. The peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Paul assures us of this and he adds to that that as we follow the way of peace in the spirit of love, the God of peace will be with you. There is grace for the way. Well, okay, that's our calling. But doesn't it seem at times as though the things that steal our peace and bury our joy are so huge and our efforts so little? Personal losses and crises or the turmoil of our world often seem impervious to anything we can do or say to help. Yet once again, Paul exhorts us to rejoice always, no matter what. And the God of peace will be with you on the way of peace. So what is rejoicing anyway? Rejoicing here is not the same as being happy. Being happy is an emotion that comes and goes. Rejoicing is a way of life that wells up from the deep joy of knowing that you belong to God in Christ and have the extraordinary joy of loving as you have been loved. This joy knows that walking the way of peace in the midst of sorrow in a world of discord and being then a presence of God's peace is what rejoicing is. It is what rejoicing is all about. So, it is not a little thing to continue in prayer and supplication. It is the privilege we have in Christ to call upon God's powerful love to bring shalom to the oppressed and to the wounded souls. It is the way of peace, it is our rejoicing. It is not a little thing to company with those who live in spiritual or physical pain. It is God's hand using our hands to hold their hands. It is the way of peace, it is our rejoicing. It is not a little thing to nurture the children in the faith. It is to plant the seeds of hope for the world in the living witness to the gospel that these precious children already are and will become. It is the way of peace. It is our rejoicing. 
It's not a little thing to be a peacemaker in our families, in our communities, to simply listen with care and respect to people we do not agree with. It is not a little thing to do that. It is a witness to the world so bitterly divided that there are people who refuse to hate, who refuse to malign, who refuse to degrade because they know of a God in Christ who places no limits on love. It is not a little thing to hold the hands of the dying. It is to affirm the infinite value of each life even in its last moments and thereby proclaim the good news of God's promise of unending life. It's not a little thing. It is the way of peace. It is our rejoicing. It is not a little thing to summon the courage to call evil what it is. It is to affirm the contrary, that God is a God of mercy and justice, and one might say to call out evil is to spit in the face of the devil at close range. It is not a little thing to do all the little things that, this, that sustain this place of worship. It is to keep the lights on for those in darkness. It is the way of peace. It is our rejoicing. So we never underestimate the worth of that which we do on the way of peace, a peace that passes understanding by the world's accounts. But as Paul writes elsewhere, God's foolishness is wiser than the wisdom of men, and God's weakness is stronger than the strength of humanity. And Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. The way of peace is the life of rejoicing. It is the joy of loving always, no matter what. Amen.